0: Welcome to the Unknown Regions, where a Star Wars-focused podcast brings you a variety of different content, such as the latest news, film, novel, and comic reviews, and connections with the people in the galaxy. This podcast aims to deliver fresh content to your comlink from the Holonet. This is Star Wars by MRC Tech. Episode 6, everyone, and welcome to Star Wars by the MRC Tech. I am your host, Sean, and we are happy to have you as we travel through the unknown regions. We're recording on February 10th, 2020, and here's what's coming on Episode 6. We're going to cover some Star Wars news headlines and react to them. We're going to go into my review of Black Spire Outpost, novel by Delilah S. Dawson, and we're going to read and react to Star Wars number one and number two, the comic series. All that and more on Star Wars by MRC Tech. If you're new to the podcast or you need a reminder, you can support the podcast through donations using PayPal. Support the show so we can maintain equipment and bring even better content to you. Head on over to TheMRCTech.com for more information. If you like game streams, come on out and join me as I play through a series of games on Twitch and Facebook. Follow the channels, like the page, join the chat, have fun. And breaking news as of last Thursday, the MRCTech channel on Twitch is an official affiliate of Twitch. It was a long road but through the help of some friends and some nice connections on twitter and twitch itself i was able to hit all the milestones you need to become a twitch affiliate so if you like game streams come on out and subscribe to the channel throw some love throw some bits and have some fun with streaming on tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays starting at 9:30 p.m and we're playing pokemon let's Go Pikachu. So come on out, and have some fun. And without further ado, let's get into our hyperspace spot. Ready? Punch it. In today's hyperspace spot, we're going to be covering a bunch of different Star Wars headlines that have come out in the past week, starting with Kathleen Kennedy at the BAFTAs. Congratulations, Kathleen Kennedy, on your award win and your recognition. She says that female directors are on their way to direct feature films in the Star Wars franchise, and that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. We have Deborah Chow, who directed a few episodes of The Mandalorian, maybe just one, and she is also helming the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, so that is super Exciting, so good job Kathleen, and good luck to the future female directors. In October 2020, we expect Mandalorian Season 2 to drop on Disney Plus. That is an outstanding amount of time between seasons, and I'm so looking forward to the Mandalorian and our sub-series we have spoken to make its triumphant return in October 2020, just in time for Halloween. I hope there's a Halloween-esque episode. In Mandalorian season two, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, with that series, there is a bit of a rumor that there are more spin-offs possible stemming from the Mandalorian. A possible Cara Dune a spin-off, a possible grief spin-off. We don't really know. It's just rumors, and it's nothing is confirmed as of right now. But it would be pretty cool to get some spin-offs. But they have to be careful because when you have too many spin-offs it will take away from the originality of the Star Wars content on Disney Plus. Speaking of rumors, there was a rumor that George Lucas would direct an episode of the Cassian Andor series coming soon to Disney Plus. I actually don't know the status of the Cassian Andor series. So Twitter with uh, Twitter was a flutter with tweets going back and forth about george lucas making his return and oh my god what does this mean for the story group and are they doing a great job at the vision of the story group and blah 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 and whatever guess what rumor or not if george lucas wants to come back and direct an episode let him direct an episode what's the big deal everybody's getting hung up on the quality of star wars when honestly it was a thrown together hodgepodge of practical effects focused in on a simplistic story of good versus evil back in 1977 everybody take a chill pill if george lucas wants to direct let him direct and if this is just a rumor then let it be a rumor tonight on the academy awards well i guess not tonight on february 9th during the Academy Awards, Star Wars was nominated for three different categories, starting with sound, editing, best visual effects, and best composer. And guess what? Star Wars went 0 for 3 at the Academy Awards. They did not win an Oscar. In fact, I read on Twitter that they have not won an Oscar since 1977. And I don't think they're going to win one in the future unless it's a really gritty original Star Wars movie, not part of the saga. That is still a possibility. But sound editing went to Ford versus Ferrari. Best visual effects went to 1917. This was actually kind of shocking to me because it was either between Star Wars or Endgame for me. And I didn't see 1917, but it's a war movie, right? I would figure that visual effects would go to like a science fiction movie, but I guess I'm wrong there best composer went to the Joker's composer, a female composer. So God bless. Great job. Uh, I actually didn't think John Williams's score was that great for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. In fact, I might actually add that it was a forgettable score. Like, there's some good stuff. But when I listen to this score, I want to envision the movie. And as of right now, I can't envision it. I can envision nearly everything that happens in A New Hope. I can envision everything that happens in The Force Awakens as I listen to the score. Uh, So maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe there was just other better composers out there. And finally, I have my hands on the Duel of the Fates script, the 128-page manuscript written by Colin Trevorrow and another person. I forget the name. We're going to be reading that. I, I said on a previous podcast that I was going to ignore it. But now that I have the whole script in my hands, I sort of am compelled to read all of it, give you the highlights, and give you my thoughts on it. So that's coming soon uh, to a podcast near you, so stay tuned for that. And that has been your hyperspace Spot and the Star Wars headlines of the past week. This is Reading the Stars. Well, I started Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire by Delilah S. Dawson back in December. And I'm just going to read to you a little bit of the insert here. Walk the ancient streets, meet the colorful characters, and uncover the secret history of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the new expansion to the Disney Parks experience. After devastating losses at the hands of the First Order, General Leia Organa has dispatched her agents across the galaxy in search of allies, sanctuary, and firepower, and her top spy, Vi Moradi, may have just found all three on a secluded world at the galaxy's edge. A planet of lush forests, precarious mountains, and towering petrified trees, Batuu is on the farthest possible frontier of the galactic map. The last settled world before the mysterious expanse of wild space, the rogues, smugglers, and adventurers who eke out a living in the largest settlement on the planet, Black Spire Outpost, are here to avoid prying eyes and unnecessary complications. Vi, a resistance spy on the run from the First Order, is hardly a welcome guest, and when a shuttle full of stormtroopers lands in her wake, determined to root her out, she has no idea where to find help. To survive, Avi will have to seek out the good-hearted heroes hiding in a world that redefines scum and villainy. With the help of a traitorous trooper and her acerbic droid, she begins to gather a colorful band of outcasts and misfits and embarks on a mission to spark the fire of resistance on Batu before the First Order snuffs it out entirely. This is Black Spire. This is 57 chapters plus a prologue and an epilogue. The setting takes place on Batuu, obviously, Dakar, the hidden resistance base, and Surya, a rehab facility for resistance folk. The time in the story is this. It takes place after The Last Jedi, but before the rise of Skywalker. Here are the characters we're going to learn about. We have Vi Archex, aka Cardinal, General Leia Organa, Pook, the droid, Salju, the fueling person, Mubo, the droid fixer, Oga, the mob boss, Savi, kind, believes in the Force, knows Lor Santeca, who we see in The Force Awakens, uh, Yelena works at Savi's, kind and generous. Kath, the First Order Lieutenant, Zayd, a drunkard but has a good heart, Cricky, the tech specialist, small but sassy, and Dolan, a farm boy, who wants to help but has no support from the village. Now at this point I am going to give you a spoiler cast of Black Spire. So if you have not read it or are planning on reading it, uh look for the timestamp. Uh, in the show notes and I'll certainly help you skip on past, uh, past it but if you don't care and you want to hear a little bit about the Black Spire and the goodness of it uh, then please, by all means listen to the story notice that this is an abridged version not all details will make my summary, I'm going to try to do a better job at making highlights uh, going forward but as I always forget to do so I'm currently working through another book right now Uh, But with the start of the next novel, I'm going to start to really digest it down. I might even use sticky notes. So stay tuned for the exciting uh, analysis of novels down the line. Here is the general storyline of Black Spire. Vi and Archex, formerly Cardinal, team up to find a place for the Resistance to fuel up, regroup, and plan. Batuu is chosen, as it is remote, not strategically important to the First Order, and super convenient for Disney to sell Galaxy's Edge. I added that part. Leia tasks Vi with this mission. There is awkwardness between Vi and Archex, being as they had not seen each other since he tortured her, then she saved him from Phasma, and they both escaped the First Order. This all happened in Phasma, another novel by Delilah S. Dawson, a very good novel, may I add. They make Planet Side and are shot down by the locals. Their ship crash lands and they wake to find out that most of their equipment has been stolen. Vi and Archex are hurt, and Pook, the lifter slash medical droid, is broken but functioning on one leg. Things are not looking good as their long range calm has been taken as well, and they have no way to contact the Resistance for help. Salju sees the smoke from the wreckage and comes to the aid of Vi and team. They quickly become friends, and Salju brings her into town. The majority of the story is Vi meeting people, quietly recruiting for the Resistance, and slowly but surely building up a base that Leia can be proud of. She finally gets a meeting with Oga, the local mob boss, who basically has her finger in all things Black Spire Outpost. She tasks Vi with finding a rare artifact in these ancient structures located in the deep forest of Batu. At the same time, Wolgarth Kath, notorious First Order Lieutenant, enters into this story. Hux sends him, as they had received a tip of the resistance movement, on the planet Batu, we find out that Kath had an opportunity to catch Vi when her and Cardinal were escaping in the previous story Phasma, but he did not do anything about it. Cardinal trained Kath. Kath lands Planet Side and gets a meeting with Oga, who also mentions the artifact, and the chase is on. Vi enters the ancient area and is able to trip every trap and escape using her logic and skill. She also encounters Kath and barely escapes him. Vi escapes the evil place but gets hit with two poison darts. She collapses onto the forest floor and is picked up by a stranger. Vi awakes and is grateful that she was saved by Dolan, a farm boy and his grandmother who does not believe in the First Order or the Resistance or actually any of it anything that uh, exists out of Batuu she doesn't believe it. Dolan is convinced that he can help the Resistance and Joys Vi in her effort against the First Order even though it ostracizes him from his grandmother and his village. Vi returns to Oga and is able to collect the majority of her cargo. She also strikes a deal with Oga to have the ruins as long as she gets a cut of any profits. Oga, that is. But the long-range calm was still missing. As Vi is heading back to town, she stops at a tech shop to see what long-range communication devices are available, or even short-range. She speaks to Creaky, a kind soul who tries to offer a good deal, but her boss, Goal, chides her. Vi offers her a job and asks her to join the resistance. They scamper off. Cricky fits right in with the motley crew. A few days pass and Crinky is an expert with tech, working on generators, getting personal comms working, and being helpful. They meet Zade, a drinker, a boisterous personality at the cantina, and Vi follows him out after he leaves. He gets stopped by two stormtroopers who are about to rough him up, and Vi shoots them and kills them. They escape, and Zaid joins the cause. The next day, stormtroopers continue to harass the locals, and Vi steps in again, wearing a mask as a disguise. She intervenes and gets captured. Yelena notifies the group that Vi was taken. Yelena works for Savvy, and Savvy is a scrapper who collects different materials across the galaxy, but does not want to get involved. In the resistance at this time. Meanwhile, Hux threatens Cath with death if he does not find the spy. Cath continues his torture of Vi and he gets distracted when he is called to another tip-off of more resistance folk. Archex arrives dressed in disguise and Vi is grateful. A huge explosion happens. Dolan set it off in the forest. Zade was the one distracting Cath and Zaid slams Cath in the head, who falls unconscious. This was Archex's plan. They all escape, but they steal a bunch of First Order stims, med packs, and rations. Before they run off, Vi shoots two more Stormtroopers and then puts a blaster bolt into Cath's chest for good measure. Time is now against them, as it is only a matter of time before the Stormtroopers blast off and ask for reinforcements. Cath survived because of a chest plate he has, he has a bad concussion and is down to 12 stormtroopers, but refuses to retreat. In fact, if he retreated now, Hux would probably send him to Kylo Ren, who would then probably kill him. He sends off his troopers to terrorize the locals even more. The team comes up with a plan. Reprogram the ship to send a message once in space, then have the ship self-destruct, but make it look like an accident. A lot of this plan falls on Kriki, who is kind of nervous, but is getting a little bit better with her confidence in tech. The next few chapters are an interesting way of telling the story, as it is from the perspective of each character. Real short chapters, like one to three pages each. Starting with Kriki, then Dolan, Yelena, Archek, Zaid, Vi, and finally Kath. All are dealing with their next steps and tasks in their own way. The team is despondent on the day of the mission, and they are working out some kinks. Vi allows herself to be captured, but she finds out Cath is not dead, which certainly throws a wrench into things. The plan changes. Vi challenges him until he agrees to fight her one-on-one. Cricky and Zade sneak onto the ship, but Zade gets captured, so they won't know that Cricky is still there. gets the better of her, but then she hears Dolan's engine. Dolan and friends that he recruited from his settlement cause a disruption, and Vi and Zaid are able to escape briefly. Meanwhile, they are biding time for Cricky to do her job. Dolan and team retreat, and as Dolan is feeling bad for failing, Archex enters the fray with painted red armor and all. Vi and team are pinned down by the ship Zaid gets shot in the arm, and Archex lands his hand on Vi's shoulders and tells her that he'll handle it from here. Archex and Kath face off. Vi realizes that Archex is going to sacrifice himself for their cause, that he knows he can't come back. Meanwhile, Cricky continues to work. Vi buys more time by cutting a deal with Kath, but then shoots his ear off. Archex tries to fight, but realizes that if he escapes, Kath will never leave, so he lets himself be captured while mouthing a final goodbye to Vi, which is sad indeed. Kath's, Kath's ship leaves. The message sends. Archex is tortured by Kath, but he knows he is close to being free. He laughs and laughs and says, you lose to Kath." as beeping starts to happen and the ship explodes. Time passes as Vi and her team heal up. Things return to normal at Blackspire Outpost as the locals, who are a bit more grateful to the Resistance, get back to their way of things. Oga offers the long-range comm finally, and Vi contacts Leia. All are in awe of her voice. All, meaning the people left in the Resistance. Weeks pass. Vi has built up a base, collected more recruits, and has ships to flight test, especially an X-Wing and an A-Wing. She gets an urgent communique from Green Leader who informs her that the First Order has found out that she is alive and that Kylo Ren himself and the 709th Legion team is en route and suddenly the comms cut off and a Star Destroyer is seen in the air. And as Vi looks up, she sees the Star Destroyer and looks to her team and says, Well, it's time to fight. And this brings us in line with the current state of Batu, and it's actually a wonderful story to bring us up to speed. It does give us some nice nuggets of information about Black Spire Outpost, and I think my time at Galaxy's Edge would have been enhanced even more. It was already enhanced because it was just so wonderful, but I think it would have been enhanced even more if I knew the history of Black Spire and how... Uh, the people worked and where things were and, and all that good stuff. I sort of went into it with a, with a little bit of mystery. I give this book a 9 out of 10 for its storytelling, for its drama, and for all the characters. Since this is basically a sequel-ish to Phasma, it was nice to see a continuation of a few characters. And to meet new characters along the way highly recommend you read star wars galaxy's edge black spire written by delilah s dawson and of course delilah s dawson is the author of the new york times bestseller star wars phasma hit servants of the storm the tales of pell with kevin hearn and the blood series the creator owned comics lady castle and sparrowhawk and the shadow series written as lila bowen she lives in florida with her family and a fat mutt named Merle and you can find her on Facebook and Twitter at Delilah S. Dawson Blackspire Outpost and the story of Black Spire comes to its conclusion and this has been part one of Reading the Stars now onward to Star Wars number one a long time ago in a galaxy far far away Star Wars Empire Ascendant number 1 Star Wars An Echo of Victory written by Charles Soule Darth Vader in Service to the Empire Greg Pock Bounty Hunters Two Sides to Every Sortie Ethan Sachs Dr Afra Epilogue Simon Spurrier The greatest space adventure of all time returned to Marvel in 2015 with the release of Star Wars issue number one on January 14th to tremendous success and praise. Written by Jason Aaron and masterfully drawn by John Cassidy, the early issues perfectly captured the fantastical romance, drama, and excitement of the original films while also reintroducing the core Star Wars heroes and villains of Leia, Luke Han, Darth Vader, Chewbacca, C-3PO, and R2-D2 in an action-packed first arc. If a reader new to the Star Wars Galaxy wanted an accessible entry point into the franchise, this first issue was it. Over the series, 75-issue run, other incredibly talented creators have vastly contributed to the Star Wars Galaxy. Writers Kiran, Gillen, and Greg Pak, and artists Salvador LaRocca and Phil Noto, as well as the various guest artists, colorists, cover artists, and letterers, VCs, Clayton Cowles, helped build on what Aaron and Cassaday started by continuing to explore the time period between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. Intriguing new characters like Sanastaros, Queen Trios of Shutorin, and Dar Champion joined Han Luke and Leia on their adventures, enriching and expanding upon the colorful, diverse galaxy George Lucas created all those years ago. Next year, Charles Soule and Jesus Saez's next Star Wars comic volume will focus on the period after the Empire Strikes Back, as Luke reels from Darth Vader's Revelation and Leia reads the Rebellion, and Leia leads the rebellion in a desperate fight, Against not only the Empire, but some of the most dangerous villains our heroes have yet faced. It's a new adventure you can't afford to miss. But first, set the stage for that thrilling tale with Charles Soule and Luke Ross's An Echo of Victory. Hoth, Echo Base, under construction, X-Wings, snow Speeders, Transports. You know this is crazy, right, Shara? This whole rebellion is crazy, Kess. The trick, dear, is not to think about it too much. Yeah, but using an A-Wing cannon to carve out a tunnel in the ice? That's beyond. If we had a boring rig, we'd be using it. We don't, so we're using a laser? That's a Borstal RG9. Good hardware. It'll get the job done. We're rebels. We use what we've got. That's another thing. Even the idea that we're doing this part. I took two architecture courses at university, barely passing one. And now I'm helping design a base. And I'm just a pilot, and I get to help build one. We're stretched thin. Like I said, we're rebels, and rebels... Use what they've got, I know, just blows my mind a little. The fate of the rebellions in our hands, it's wild. Yours, mine, and everyone else's who's who's helping build this place. But for now, we've got to get this passage way done. The sooner this base is finished, the sooner the fleet gets out of orbit and hidden away under the ice. Tell me where to make the next cut. All right, let's see. Scans are a little wonky because the ice has trace elements that give off weird restrictions, weird, weird reflections, part of the reason Mon Mothma chose this spot. It'll make it hard to pick up life signs from orbital scans. That's good. Anyway, I think move the firing angle up 25 degrees so we can start digging out the next chamber. Keep it at 10% power should be safe. If you can call any part of this safe, at least it'll be a little warmer in here. 25 degrees, 10% confirmed, laser activated. Do a 15 second burn. Advance the cannon slowly, a little at a time, not too. Rumble, rumble, crash. Several screams. Ah, Kess! Hold still, you're hurt. You'll hurt yourself even more. Let me see if I can just shower. No, stop, don't touch it. This chamber is unstable, and these slabs are load-bearing. Shifting them could bring the whole thing down on our heads. What are you talking about? How do you know that? Took those two architecture classes, remember? You said you barely passed. True. But let's err on the side of staying alive. What are you going to do, Kess? If the others try a rescue, they won't get through the tunnel. We were building without causing the pocket to collapse. That's for certain. They could come at us from the other side, but they'd have to dig a shaft through important parts of the base that are already built. Weaken the whole structure. They'd never do it. Undo all that work. Just to save a two of us? No way. Besides, the vibrations from digging would probably cause another collapse. So our options are freezing or being crushed. I'm supposed to go out in my ship. Not like this. You're supposed to die in bed, far as I'm concerned. Look. I'm losing blood. I probably don't have every long. Take my gear. Wrap yourself up in it. I'll, it'll buy you more time in case they do figure out a way to get to us. Babe, you know I'm not going to do that. After I'm gone, then promise you'll be around for a long, long time, Kess. That's what I'll promise. We should record a message just in case to our son. By the light, look at him. I am, Shara, I am. It's-it's getting cold. Better start the recording. Poe, this is your mother and father. We-we love you very much, little man. You might wonder why we made some of the choices we did, why we decided to fight. If you're living in the galaxy, we-hope you will-then you'll know. We wanted you to never have to fight, just to know peace and freedom. To be whoever you... I can't do it. I can't say these things, Shara, even though I know I should. Poe won't have freedom. The Rebellion won't win. The Empire won't fall. Yes, we will. We destroyed the Death Star. That was so long ago. We've been on the run ever since. We can't even build a base properly. And you and I are about to freeze to death. What makes you think the Rebellion's even got a chance? What is that? There you are, Luke Skywalker, and Chewbacca cut through the ice. Thank the light. You found them, Leia says. I I don't believe it. Believe it, Dameron. You're safe, Solo says. Just relax. The droid will patch you up, get you back digging out that tunnel. You collapse before you know it if I know these guys. No, I mean to get us out, you cut right through the command center. This chamber, it'll have to be relocated. All the gear, all that work will have to be redone. You did that for us? Well, of course we did, Leia says. You're rebels. You're us. Mon Calamari ships above the icy planet of Hoth. Shara, hmm? we're going to win to be continued in Star Wars number one. So a little hilarious bit of programming note. uh, The Star Wars comic that I bought, which is dubbed number one, is not number one in the new issues of the Star Wars 2020 comics. This is one of the main reasons why I do not like comic books, because I thought I bought number one. It turns out that I just bought a preview of what is to come. So to make flexible adjustments for this podcast, I cannot actually cover issue number two of Star Wars because I didn't read issue number one. So I'm actually gonna have to go out and buy that that issue uh, for the next podcast. So stay tuned for that. But we are gonna do a little live reading of a, a recap of the Darth Vader series, which from what I from what I'm hearing dropped a big bombshell in the first couple issues. So uh, let's just pop into Darth Vader and see what he's been up to. If Star Wars is the greatest space adventure of all of time, then the story of Darth Vader is Star Wars' greatest tragedy. Marvel and Lucasfilm released the first volume of Darth Vader by Kieran Gillen and Salvador LaRocca on February 11, 2015. The first 25-issue run explored the same period as the first volume of Star Wars, but found Darth Vader at a low point after his failure to prevent the destruction of the Death Star. Gillen and LaRocca captured Vader's external struggle to battle his way back to the top of the Imperial hierarchy while also exploring his inner turmoil. Through his first volume, Vader would ultimately purge the last vestiges of Anakin Skywalker from his psyche and rise stronger than ever. Charles Soule and Giuseppe Camicoli's second volume, again 25 issues, with an issue number one hitting stands on June 7, 2017, found Vader, at the very beginning of his dark journey, mere seconds after being encased in his new armor, by Emperor Palpatine following the events of Revenge of the Sith. Vader began to learn the ways of the Sith and found his place as the Emperor's Enforcer in the early days of the Empire. A third volume of Darth Vader by Greg Pak and Raphael Inco will pick up Vader's story following The Empire Strikes Back and after his failure to turn his son Luke Skywalker to his side. Greg Pak and Roland Boshi's short axe as a prologue to that incredible story with In Service to the Empire. Mm -hmm. Mimban. This is Sergeant Cordo. What are you doing? I said, fall back. We can take him, Sarge. We're nearly... Wait! Watch out! Idiots! Congratulations. You're Death Troopers now. The best of the best. Or so I hear. Well, we'll see about that. Your first official mission, some rebels got fancy, stole some experimental tech, and built themselves a cannon. It's no Death Star, but the Admiral doesn't want to risk getting too close with a Star Destroyer, so this is going to be up to us. You've been trained to do anything and everything necessary, and that's exactly the way it should be, but listen up. I've seen more stormtroopers eat it than I can count. And I've seen plenty of death troopers just like you live up to their name by dying. But dying doesn't make you a hero of the Empire. Not if you fail your mission. If you sacrifice for nothing, you are nothing. Whether you live or die, the only thing that matters is victory. Go, go, go. Gah! Alright, remember what I told you. Wait, you don't have any cover. Damn it, you just can't. Alright, you got closer than you deserve, but now they got their big eye on you. Damn it, I told you so. Now get out of the way. They're firing back and forth, the ship and the giant uh, laser cannon. Ugh. The death troopers come upon him. Wah. No! Huh? Targeting the engines, huh? So you were paying attention. The big gun explodes. These are the troopers who killed Sergeant Cordo? Yes, sir. Although they also destroyed the rebel cannon. You can review the mission tapes. No need. Terminate their life support. We don't need traitors. Uh, force choking. Agreed, Lieutenant. Oh my. Continue your repair work, droid. We need. Victors. So, in the prologues (laughs) to Star Wars number one, we find a nice scene between... Poe Dameron's parents, Shara and Kess, which is really cool because, uh, you know, we have Poe Dameron who's currently in uh, the most recent Star Wars trilogy, and hopefully in his own spinoff series. That's just my prediction down the line with my man Finn, and then we have our heroes reunited at Hoth base, which is super cool. Uh, I'm a little confused of the timeline of Poe's. Uh, Being born, because I thought he was born after the Battle of Endor, but I could be wrong there. I'd have to cross-check that. And then in Darth Vader's prologue, number one, we have a bunch of death troopers who sort of uh, survive an attack on this giant cannon by this, I don't know, this admiral, this commander who just put them into a bad situation, but they survive it, and Vader is using his repair droids. To put them back together. So who knows what he is going to use them for. But as far as I'm concerned. This sort of concludes reading the stars. Uh, as I goofed. And did not have the appropriate comic for you to read this time around. Uh, but I do hope that uh, the production of it was okay. And we will bring it back. In the next podcast episode to uh, give you the full story on Star Wars issue number one and issue number two. Well, folks, that about wraps up episode six, a shorter than anticipated episode because of a glitch in the system. You see, that's why we need your financial support to uh, make sure. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, it happens sometimes. The comics are so confusing And I bought issue two before I even bought issue one in Star Wars. It happens. But just to recap, episode six, we talked about the potential of female directors on their way to the Star Wars feature film. October 2020, Mandalorian season two comes out. There's possible spinoffs from the Mandalorian. We had the rumor of George Lucas and his potential comeback as a director slash producer. Star Wars did win, did not win anything at the Academy Awards. Uh, those that beat them were definitely worthy. In next week's podcast, we're going to be going over the Duel of the Fates script. Stay tuned for that. We gave you a full and comprehensive abridged review of Black Spire written by Delilah S. Dawson and we gave you a preview of Star Wars number one and Darth Vader number one and I guess when I'm at the comic book store I'm going to pick up Darth Vader number one and number two and just bring that to you as well it's been a pleasure bringing this content to you and all the wackiness that ensues make sure you check out the streams Tuesdays Wednesdays and Thursdays on twitch.tv or facebook.tv It's been a pleasure bringing this information to you, everybody. This is Sean of the MRC Tech. This has been Star Wars by the MRC Tech. Episode 6, as they say in a galaxy far, far away, may the Force be with you. Star Wars by MRC Tech, created by Sean, found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, can be streamed from mrctechllc.com. Follow Sean and MRC Tech on all the socials. Search out MRC Tech and you will surely find them. Catch all the exciting Star Wars action in a podcast form, but don't forget MRC Tech also streams content like games and Lego builds and is also a tech specialist. Reach out if you ever need help. Music provided by Incompetech, the Baltic House Orchestra, Pandemics, and ChillHop.com. Copyrighted 2020. Cheers, and may the force be with you.